From a secret location in room 100 of 540 Jack Gibbs Boulevard, this is Craft. I'm your host, Doug Dangler. Author Joe Hill has written four novels, including this year's The Fireman. He's won a Bram Stoker Award multiple times, as has his guest interviewer for this edition of Craft, Lucy Snyder. How would you briefly describe The Fireman to readers? So, The Fireman is my fourth novel, and uh, it's a plague novel. It's a story about a runaway pathogen called Dragon Scale. And you get this stuff on you, there's no cure for it, and there's no way to get it off you. Um, it's like a fungal infection, but it's, it's very beautiful. It looks almost like a tattoo. It's delicate black stripes with gold flecks on it. But when you stress out, when you feel anxiety, it begins to smoke. And if you can't control your fear, you burst into flames and die of spontaneous combustion. And so this is everywhere. Hospitals are burning down in every town. Um, neighborhoods are on fire. Uh, the charred dead are on every street corner. And the story is about one young woman named Harper Willows, who is both uh, infected and pregnant. And she's a nurse, and she's done some medical reading, and she knows that her baby is likely to be born healthy if she can survive long enough to deliver. And so The Fireman is about her story to try to survive in this burning world. I really, really like the dragon scale spores and new twist on apocalyptic pathogens. What sparked your idea for that? Um, sparked my idea. <laughs> Good one. Um, <laughs> uh, what sparked the idea? You know, when I was 12, um, uh, you know, I, I read about spontaneous combustion, and it freaked me out. I thought, you know, I, for, I think for two years, I thought, this is how I'm going to die. I'm, I'm going to, my, my body's chemistry is going to turn to nitroglycerin, and I'm just going to explode into flames someday. Now, as a grown-up, I look back on that and I think that's a perfect metaphor for puberty, the belief that your own hormones are going to sort of boil you from the inside. Um, But so I had this youthful fascination with uh, spontaneous combustion, and, uh, and I guess that stuck in my head and was always something I wanted to explore. The other thing is, uh, you know, I started writing the book uh, in, when Barack Obama was running for re-election. And at the time, one of his opponents was the governor of Texas and had proclaimed that he didn't believe in man-made global warming. And Obama made a joke. He said, you know, uh, this guy doesn't believe in global warming and half his state is on fire, which was true. At the time, there was this enormous wildfire in Texas because there had been this period of drought. And I guess I started thinking, what if that was everywhere? What if the fire wasn't just in Texas, but it was in New Hampshire, it was in Oregon, it was in California, and if as soon as you put one of these fires out, there was another one somewhere else. And that just sort of led naturally to the idea of, of a plague of spontaneous combustion. What was your biggest challenge in writing The Fireman? Um, well, the first three novels that I've... So I've written three other novels... Um, and they were all supernatural thrillers. The first book was about a ghost. The second book was about a devil. The third book was kind of a vampire novel. It's about a guy that has a car that runs on human souls instead of gasoline. Um, having written these three supernatural novels, um, I, I wanted to do uh, a story that was more grounded in science. I wanted to do something that felt more like Michael Crichton. Um, and so I guess maybe the big challenge was sort of 
marshalling the research together to make sure that my fictional pathogen seemed at least mildly plausible. But it was a fun book to write, and even that wasn't terribly challenging. Um, my mother is an uh, amateur mycologist, and because the, the dragon scale is a kind of spore, I could always mine her, you know, I could always pump her for information. Um, and she was glad to share, and she always sort of had, I'd ask, well, could this be possible? And she could always demonstrate an example of how it could be. Um, so, uh, yeah, it was a fun story to write. Very cool. In terms of craft and your own goals as a writer, what aspects of the book are you happiest with? Um, it has a it has a, a big cast of characters, uh, and it was it, I'm satisfied. I feel like I did a good job of of providing a real wide range of personalities to explore and examine. You know, the other thing is I'm I'm like so I came out of comic books. I'm a comic book writer originally. And, and I love superheroes. I love the superhero movies. You know, the, the the Marvel Comics films have been so much fun and so great, so imaginative and so exciting. But they are, they're also flawed. They're imperfect. One of the problems with the Marvel Universe films is there are no female characters there. There's like this one female character, uh, Black Widow, and she has to represent all women, and she has to be like every superhero's love interest. And that's untenable. That you can't. That makes for this completely mushy non-character. One of the things I did when I wrote The Fireman was I wanted to write a big action science fiction thing, and in a weird way, The Fireman is even kind of a superhero story. But I wanted to have a broad range of female characters to explore. Um, so you've got Harper, is, is even though the book is called The Fireman, um, the main character is really Harper. It's her foot on the gas pedal driving the action throughout the story. And most of the other major characters are female as well. Her closest ally is a woman named Renee Gilmanton. She often has to contend with a, this, this sort of teenage punk um, who's kind of her frenemy uh, named Allie. And, uh, and maybe the most sinister villain in the book is this neurotic and paranoid woman named Mother Carol. Um, you know, I'm a guy, and, and writing from a female perspective is inherently challenging, and I'm sure I didn't always get it right, but it was, it was uh, a great experience and very fun to do. Speaking of comics, I read just a week ago that the uh, TV adaptation for Lock and Key is definitely happening. Can you tell us more about that? Yeah, so I spent six, seven years writing a comic book called Lock and Key about a New England mansion full of un unlikely and impossible keys. Every key opens a different door and activates a different supernatural power. And uh, writing that comic is one of the best creative experiences of my life. I had so much fun doing it. Um, and, and it is, a, you know, a lot of comics never end. Lock and Key has a very clear, distinctive beginning, middle, and end. Um, I, I, have, I am writing a pilot episode for a TV show. This would be our second pass at trying to do it, at trying to bring the comic to television. About four years ago, Fox filmed a $10 million pilot episode, which came out great. It looked awesome. Everyone loved it. Um, but, uh, but TV is very difficult, and unfortunately, Fox decided to pass on it. They, ultimately, I think they felt the project was a little bit risky. Um, so much can change in four years, though. The success of American Horror Story, um, the ongoing success of Walking Dead, and a number, you know, there's AMC has Preacher coming out. 
Um, I think that the pop landscape looks a little better for us now. So, I, you know, I think it's worth taking another stab at it. Excellent. I read back in October that Stompy Bot is adapting this series as a video game, which I know a whole lot of people would love to see, including me. Can you talk about that at all? Wouldn't that be cool? Right. Great. A a lock and key video game? I know, right? I I don't have a whole lot to say about it, though, because I don't really know what the status of the game is at this point. Okay. Um, You know, I, I just like the idea of being able to move through Key House and 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 find the different keys and put them to use. Maybe they'll do something um, a little bit along the lines of a, a, a mobile app called The Room, which has been kind of a fun, creepy puzzle game. But I'm not 100% certain that's the kind of thing they're doing. Okay. Out of curiosity, since we're talking about games, have you ever played the lock and key card game? I have. I have. So uh, so the lock and key was made into this, uh, this great... It's sort of like... Um, it's sort of like if Satan reinvented Uno. Um, it's a it's a really fun card game, and and uh, I think for a couple months it was sort of uh, a staple in Hill House um, with me and my three boys. Very cool. I've played it, and I really enjoyed the heck out of it. What can you tell us about your other forthcoming publications and projects? The Fireman is coming out. It's actually out. My next thing out is an, uh, I I had worked on a TV show called Tales from the Dark Side, which was a reboot of the '80s horror show, which was sort of my generation's Twilight Zone. Um, I seem to have had some bad luck with TV. I wrote three episodes for uh, for CBS's relaunch of the series, and I gave them a series Bible for the first three seasons, and that also didn't fly. But IDW Publishing is retooling it as a comic book, and they they won the rights to the scripts, and Gabriel Rodriguez, who is the illustrator on Lock and Key, is going to illustrate. And so we are going to get the TV show that could have been. Um, it, it's just going to be in comic book form. Excellent. Uh, I think we're probably about out of time. Uh, was there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners? Well, I'd like to give a big shout-out. You guys are in Ohio. Yes. I'd like to give a big shout-out to one of the state's great genre writers, John Scalzi. Who, who lives in the area and uh, um, is a, a terrifically uh, funny and exciting novelist. And um, his his last novel, uh, Lock In, is uh, also a plague novel, which which bizarrely he dedicated to me, to me. <laughs> so um, so John Scalzi's the man. I hope uh, you know if uh, he hears this, uh, uh, he'll he'll know I'm thinking of him. I hope he's well. Very cool. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for talking to me. More information about Joe Hill can be found at crafttheshow.com, where you can also find information about my very special guest host and a fine horror fiction writer, Lucy Snyder. Thanks very much, Lucy. Until next time, this is Doug Dangler. Be creative. Be creative.